Come on for a walk, Ali. Smells very nice, Ali. Yes, uh, I've got about 10 minutes and I'm going to have to baste it. Oh. We're going to start preparing the beans and I think we're going to have an oven baked couscous. Oh, yes. Excellence. And can anyone in the audience guess from what you're listening to the clues what Ellie's watching on the television? I'll give you, I'll give you a five-second clip. Here we go. That if Americans understood how administration after administration had misled them. There we go. I mean, that could be anything. Administration misleading people in America. I mean, that could be about now, but... Let us know what your thoughts are, my friends. Fun little game. I'm not sure, though, whether you'll be in the mood to play any games once you've heard what I have to announce in today's podcast. I don't know why I'm so upbeat and buoyant sounding. Just to be honest, doing that, putting the brave face on. I mean, that's pointless for the podcast because you can't see my face. But I was putting a brave face on for Ellie because I don't want her to know how I'm feeling inside. I will sit down and talk to her about what I have to tell you today. But I wanted you, listeners, I wanted you to know first because I feel I owe it to you. You should be the first to know. But I feel like I need to tell you this on a bit of a walk. Hopefully it'll help clear my head. Hopefully it'll help clarify my thoughts. That was our next-door neighbour, Laura, talking to the dog, I believe. I'm assuming she's not talking to you. She wasn't thinking David's recording. The listeners want to hear more from me. So as soon as he opens the door, I'll be waiting. I'll say to the listeners, I'm here. Don't you worry. Calm yourselves down. So we had a wonderful podcast yesterday in the company of Boothby Graffo. I'm glad we got to speak to him when we did because I'm not sure whether he'd want to speak to me after what I'm about to say today. So I got an email on Monday. For some reason it went in my spam folder. I can't think why, because it says at the start, important. So come on, Google. I think that's a bit of a giveaway. Important. Don't put it in my spam folder, for goodness sake. It says important. Your website has been hacked. It says, please forward this to someone in your company who is allowed to make important decisions. I was a bit surprised that they said company, because obviously I'm not really a company, I'm, I'm me, I mean there's Ellie. I presume what's happened is they've heard the podcasts and they've obviously thought this is such a professional job. It can't just be David by himself in his bedroom, you know, there's got to be a whole team behind him. You know, this probably isn't going to David Eagle himself, this email. Presumably his secretary is going to see this and then forward it on. I assume that's what's happened there. We have hacked your website. How did this happen? They've sort of done this email like a frequently asked questions type thing. Our team has found a vulnerability in your site. I like the idea of them having a team. It almost makes them sound like they're an actual business. I love the idea of them having staff meetings. Okay, guys, okay, let's have a look at what we've got here. We've got to think outside the box now. We've got a big announcement to make. We've finally struck gold. We've hit the jackpot and we've hacked the website of David Eagle. Well done, team. You're getting a pay rise for this. Great work, guys. Keep hacking. Oh, and also, if anyone's been affected by the COVID situation and just need someone to talk to, then uh, remember, guys, we have our wellness team. You can have a chat with any time you want. Because we all get stressed, guys. It's a stressful job that we're doing. Remember our motto. If you can't hack it, you can't hack it. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? Good motto. It means if you're too stressed, then it's going to affect your hacking ability. If you can't hack it, you can't hack it. Anyway, what does this mean? 
we will systematically go through steps to totally damage your reputation. This will lead to you receiving angry customers slash associates and having angry customers slash clients slash associates with whatever angry customers slash clients slash associates do. Don't quite understand what that sentence means. How do I stop this? We are willing to refrain from destroying your reputation for a small fee. The current fee is 2,000 American dollars in Bitcoin. And then there's a whole list of instructions on how to send Bitcoin. How do I get Bitcoins? You can easily buy Bitcoins from a variety of websites. I love the fact that they've now gone, it's a very odd tone because they have written it very formally and almost politely as well. What if I don't pay? If you decide not to pay, we will start the attack at the indicated date given. There is no countermeasure to this. We will completely destroy your reputation amongst customers. This is not a hoax. Do not reply to this email. Do not try to reason or negotiate. We will not read any replies. Once you have paid, we will stop what we are doing and you will never hear from us again. Please note that you have until five days to comply before we begin our activities. My goodness. Well, instantly I knew what this meant. And as soon as I read this email, I knew exactly what information they would have. And it's taken me a few days to think about this, but tomorrow this is going to be leaked. And I don't want you to hear this from anyone else but me. There's no easy way of saying this, but I haven't been... Oh, sorry. No, no. The truth must out, dog. And sheep. I think the, the animals can sense there's something in the air. The wind, if you can hear the wind has heightened. It's an ill wind that blows. There's another sheep. I, honestly, animals, they're trying to stop me doing this. Where to start? Well, let's start with the animals. Let's start with the animals. Talking of animals, death metal farm, stable of filth. Well, I'm, I don't know how to say this, but I pretended it was a real reality TV show and that someone from the production company had gone in touch with me with some audition tapes of the farmers auditioning their animals, singing to death metal tracks. The whole thing was me. I know this is, this is a shock. No, no, we must, honestly. I've said it now. I'm not going back. Can't go back, dog. They, that is a real animal, by the way. I didn't do an impression of the animals. They were real animals, but I put the animals over the top. I was just taking samples of animals, put a bit of distortion on and pitch shifted them up and put some reverb on and that kind of thing. I also did impressions of all the farmers I know that that's going to shock a lot of you. You think, well, there was different accents, David. Like the one was Welsh, one was clearly Scottish. You had a Yorkshire one. You had a one from Devon. I did. I did them all. I've just got a proclivity for accents. Why did I do it? That's what you might be wondering. Why? I suppose the only defence I can give is that I thought it was a funny idea. I did it in the name of comedy. That may surprise a lot of you, especially those of you who heard it. I did it in the name of comedy, but I think, I don't think people realised, I think people thought it was a serious thing. I got a lot of comments saying they were really looking forward. They couldn't find anything about it on the internet. They were really looking forward to this reality TV show launching. And I, could I provide them with any more details? And I had to message them back and say, I don't have any more details at the moment, but, you know, watch this space. Well, there's no point watching this space because it doesn't exist. It's not going to happen. I did out of guilt, try emailing a few TV production companies and saying, would you like this idea? Here's an idea, but I've not heard anything back. I was hoping if I bided my time, maybe a production company would bite and snap my idea up, but I haven't got the time to do that because obviously this is going to be leaked to the press tomorrow and going to be leaked to my customers and clients and associates. So, so I wanted to tell you that first. I'm really sorry, but I suppose the prime example 
was the Gina G News. And I think when people heard the Gina G News, they thought, well, he's doing serious journalism here. It's not just comedy that he's doing. And I think a lot of people thought, well, we're seeing a different string to his bow here. No, I'm sorry, I've said too much now. I must continue. That also was a contrivance. The entire thing, the song, was not a song from Gina G. Just let you digest that. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry, I know that's not enough time for you to digest, probably, but maybe you should pause this and come back to this when you're ready. It was true that Gina G had said there was going to be a song called Set the Night on Fire released, but the song never got released. That was true. However, the rest of it was a complete contrivance from me. And I have to say, Claire, she said, well done, David, great yodelling and great singing from Ellie. And I think Claire was joking. I think she, obviously, she thought it was Gina G. It was just a little joke. However, it just so happens that Claire was bang on the money because that song was indeed Ellie singing it. It was Ellie singing the song. I did the yodelling solo. And that's going to shock a lot of you as well. So what, you're telling me, David, you did the yodelling solo and you did four different accents for four different farmers. I mean, this would be something to brag about if it weren't for the fact that I'd lied to you. I could feel proud about this, but I can't feel proud for pulling the wool over your eyes. Hopefully I can weather the storm. It's going to be out there, presumably, all over the internet tomorrow. And part of me thinks maybe this is a good thing. Maybe it's good that I come clean with you. I know a lot of people think, what else have you been lying about? I was waiting for, I'm waiting for an announcement when you tell me that Ellie isn't even real. No, of course she is. I mean, Ben's not real. That's just me doing a voice. Claire's thinking, what about Jeffrey? Well, obviously, Jeffrey's real, Claire. I appreciate that if you've not heard many of the previous episodes of The Eagle is Stranded, this is very self-referential. I can imagine that some people might be Boothby Grafo fans. Who listened to the Boothby Grafo chat yesterday, maybe thinking, oh, I'll give another one of those a try, see what he's doing tomorrow. And they've tuned in, and the first thing that happens is I basically tell them I'm a compulsive liar. Hardly won over any new friends here. In better news, there is an absolutely delightful smell going on from Ellie. <laughs> well, uh, from what Ellie is cooking. Yes. No, oh. listeners, I'm just returning as if everything is normal after what I've announced. But what, what, what have you announced? I've told them. I've told them the truth. <gasps> it's sad, so sad. So I can't remember how it goes, listeners. I was trying to be sincere to you there and sing a little song, but what can I say? I'm not very good when it comes to singing other people's songs. I could make my own Elton John song up easier. I'm, I'm better at just making other people's songs, faking songs. What way is that going to get me? Sorry seems to be the hardest word 